Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December second. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I am. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm just. Uh, I'm on to better, bigger, and better things. I'm on to Illinois basketball season. Okay, yeah, yeah. I forgot about your your Bears optimism didn't kind of pan out Sunday night football for the Packers. That's good. Was a rough one. As the beauty of being a Browns fan, as I always say, is you can move on. You can just close up shop usually by like September 20th. And you're like, all right, well, you know, we're going to win three, four games and that's it. You don't need to, you know, commit any time, energy, angst to any of it through through the fall. What but, I'm uh, really. Like you can move on now into, into December and other pursuits. I'm really bummed out that they pulled out some of those games early in the season. Those ridiculous yeah. comebacks. It's just like, God. They could be in such good position to get a good pick and have a chance to get take another stab at a quarterback that is going to ultimately suck because we're fucking cursed. Uh, all right, let's move on. We're we're on to you know we got the Mac O'Grady spotlight. We did a quick other you know normal typical episode to start the week Sunday morning. Now we're moving on to Mayakoba. But for do you want do you have any Mac O'Grady odds and ends you want to clean up like? Look, uh, we want, we are trying to do, you know, we go as fi- with as fine tooth comb as we can under the real, you know, realistic, you know, the reality in which we're working, right? We want to get it out, get it to you guys. We don't want to spend six months producing and researching it. Uh, but of course, we're, we're going to miss things. We know it could be probably cleaned up in a way. And then know, we get ways, stories. But, we get stories but, after the fact. There's a million Mac O'Grady stories, and we missed some, and we apologize. I wish I, we, we could have conveyed a little bit more, like, probably, like, just some of his legendary, like, golf golf prowess, right? I mean, I, I think we did that, but there were so many odds and ends stories. I know there was a great one from Michael Clayton, friend of the program, been on this this podcast before, uh, replying to a Sean, Sean Martin tweet. Did he, did he retweet that or reheat that in relation yeah. to us releasing? Okay. Go find that. I'll try to find it. So Sean Martin made like put out a cold call for Mac O'Grady Monday qualifying stories. Just you want to have a little fun, kill some time, go through the replies from people who played with Mac O'Grady, whether it were Monday qualifiers, outings, whatever else. But Michael Clayton responded. Mike Clayton responded to it and said, "What European tour?" He, so one the, year. so it was. It would have been eighty two, the or eighty one, mm-hmm. the year before he gets got his tour card. He played the entire year on the European tour. Little did we didn't know this story, but he played the entire year on the European tour with eight clubs. He played that's <laughs> driver three wood three iron five iron seven iron nine iron sand wedge, putter, left handed putter. This was when he said he played 27 weeks in a row, right? From yeah. Tunisia to wherever and became got to know every angle of nature's womb. Um, 
eight clubs. He finished. So he, he finished third in the in the what is now the BMW PGA too, that year. Okay. He finished third in the European Tours PG, uh, BMW uh, like PGA biggest tournament of the yeah. year. Finished third with eight clubs. Unbelievable. Clayton said he was what playing other? with him. Uh, I, I was messaging yeah. with Clayton. He said he was playing with him at an event, and and he asked him why is he only p- using eight clubs. And O'Grady hit a seven iron to three different spots on a green, like the front, oh the middle, and the back. And he replied with, why do you need 14 clubs? <laughs> so a little bit of his golfing prowess. Just, you yeah, know. That's a great one. But, I mean, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Any other odds? In I, got, I, got, I got one from ones. my buddy. I got, this is a quick story. Yeah. I got a text. Yeah. Buddy that played professional golf for a while he said andy i played in the at&t monday with mac in around 2002 early 2000s he was bad mouthing Payne stewart saying what a dick he was (laughs) and Payne stewart had just died oh my god (laughs) then he got into a full-blown yelling match with our third playing partner (laughs) he he used persimmons Putted lefty and shot 74. Do we know what the yelling match was? I should was ask. There about I should follow kind up. Kind of besmirching the dearly departed, the recently departed <laughs> Payne Stewart, just talking about how big a dick. I mean, people, that, that's not, you know, a, a rare opinion. A lot of people complain about Payne Stewart. <laughs> Bad mouthed him right after his death or something. <laughs> we got another one about um, him playing a U.S. Senior Open qualifier. And I won't say where, but... He laid into the director of competitions at this qualifier because the whole location sheet, he said, was incorrect. <laughs> Screaming at him. It didn't have the proper paces. Uh, and that's why he didn't qualify for the U.S. Senior Open. And uh, the, the source said he thought the director, the, the, the director, the rules administrator, had to take him out, even took Mac out onto the course and showed him how he stepped off the green depths and, and you know, corroborated that the, the whole location sheet was, in fact, right. So a lot of shouting. You know, there was the 97 one at the, the Borrego Springs. So, so a lot of these qualifiers <laughs> seem to be where the tempers kind of bubble up. Uh, Maybe the okay. frustration just, you know, peaks, <laughs> hits a peak. Uh, anything else on Mac? Obviously, we would uh, urge you to go back and listen to that. We appreciate all the good feedback. We appreciate Rucket making that possible. Like we want to do those. We want to make try and make better things, good things for you guys. And uh, appreciate the feedback, good and bad, on the the Mac O'Grady spotlight. All right, we'll have another one coming soon. U.S. Women's Open. Yeah. Uh, in the next, I don't know, five to seven days, somewhere in there, we'll get it. We'll get that done. Okay. So it's gift guide season, right? Gift guides galore. Before we signed on, before we started recording, you made you know an unknown website. You started shouting, like, "Good God, there's just gift guides everywhere." So I'm thinking we might start accumulating our own gift guide, in addition to our bought and paid for gift guide: Rocket Weatherman umbrellas, Smith Devereaux wines, Bixby shotgun start, you know, all that. But but the, there are conflicts are are out in the open. But other odds and ends gift guide. We were tipped off to a memory down memory lane this week. The Under Armour mouth guard, <laughs> I think we should, we should put in our gift guide. Yes. This is the, this is the gift. This was the, I'm sorry, mouth guard <laughs> that Hunter Mahan wore in competition, PGA <laughs> Tour competition. Friend of the program, uh, you know, ignited our memory on this. 
And uh, here's an article, old article in, in Golf Digest, 2011. The Armor Bite, mouthware for better golf. It is called the potato chip test. Place a potato chip in your mouth and attempt to hit a shot without breaking the chip. This is, uh, you have a different use for golf usage for potato chips. The purpose of these exercises goes to the heart of technology and why this works. Bob Mulhawk, president of Bite Tech, says. So Under Armour, so how we respond to stress by clenching our teeth. When they're stressed out or nervous, kids bite their nails or chew on a pencil. It's a little glitch in the human body. So Hunter Mahan started wearing this Under Armour mouth guard. And you know the concept, it's supposed to affect performance by adjusting the jaws. And, and this is centuries old, they said. Uh, so I think we'll put this in our gift guide. The Armour Bite <laughs> the ar- is available in either custom fit what would you guess? Did you read the article? No. It's available. This is 2011, so I doubt it's no longer available. In custom fit mouthpiece for how much money? Would you guess? 2011 mouthpiece to play golf. 100 Armor bucks. Bite. $495 mouth guard. It looks like you can buy them for uh, $39 on eBay now. <laughs> or a self-fitting one for 60 bucks. The armor bite. I completely bite. forgot Up. Hunter Mahan was wearing mouth guards out on the golf course. Upper and That's lower. Upper and lower? lower? <laughs> this one that I'm looking at on eBay. It's got upper and lower. All right. So that's item one of our gift guide. We'll, we'll maybe collect a few more miscellaneous. I was, look, I was scr- rummaging gadgets. around uh, eBay and I saw that there's uh-huh. one, one Mac O'Grady poster left on eBay. Ooh. Ooh. That could be on the gift guide. Yeah, there you go. Uh, another odd and end before we get into the schedule, which this is right in our alley, right down our alley. There's apparently the Valspar, an ongoing contest to name the snake statue at Copperhead out on the course. <laughs> and I think we might need to swap, not, not literally, swap this contest. And just start firing off names for what they can name this guy, this statue. I don't know what the bear is out at the, the bear I trap. I hope they the Honda. put it up to vote and we get another you know boat, that... Bodie McBoatface situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's that giant bronze snake in the middle of a golf course. Because, you know, who doesn't need a big giant animal uh, sculpture in the middle of a golf course? So. Apparently, it's an ongoing Valspar Championship contest to name the snake. I don't know. We got to come up with them. I didn't come with a list prepared. I know, you know. What about what about naming it Lee for, you know, Lee McCoy? This was the biggest moment of his career <laughs> happened there. Is this when he upbraided the, uh, then he upbraided the, the tournament director or something for not getting one the next year? He started firing <laughs> off at him. I don't know. KJ Choice had him. one. KJ Choi's had a lot of success. Two-time winner of this event. Maybe they call it the Choi Boy, the Snake. Um, Hot Charles won. Call, Your call boy, Hot Charles. Paul Casey. Yeah. I don't have anything good to say. <laughs> a good, you know, can't just name Snake Paul. Hot Charles would be a pretty fun one. Anyways, that's a call to listeners. Send your suggestions. Let's uh, let's get that, that statue, you know, because... It's all over the TV, right? Every montage, everything. It's just catnip for the broadcast. They show that snake set. The last right. thing I can find about Lee McCoy on Twitter is an Antifalto tweet. <laughs> that sounds like it's not going anywhere good. 
He was hollering about uh, accommodations or something in the Latin America tour or event in Mexico. He was screaming about the scoring and accommodations and volunteers. That became a big controversy, I believe. He got himself into some controversies in his short-lived days on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Schedule for the week. On the PGA Tour, we have the Mayakoba Golf Classic, uh, played by uh, El Camillion, Playa del Carmen, Mexico. 7,000-yard course designed by your friend Greg Norman. Purse is $7.2 million. Defending champ is Brendan Todd. Your friend, Not- Brendan Todd. <laughs> My friend. Notables, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, Brendan Todd, Rory Sabatini, <laughs> Will Zalatoris, <laughs> Amateur, Quaid, Cummings, Amateur, Austin Eckrode made the notables. No, no, uh, Brian Gay. That's disrespectful to a recent champion and greatest SEC golfer of all time that Brian Gay does. And one of the other bracelet the boys. The greatest SEC golfer? I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, his first team all SEC four I know, times. I know, I know, we know. All right, uh, we have tea times out. I don't know uh, featured groups. Kepka's with Todd and Ortiz. That's one of my Just... four things to watch, or three things. What's that? Three things. What's that? Five hundred Fed five hundred FedEx Cup points on the line. Three things to watch. That's the way it works. Okay. Six hundred FedEx Cup points on the line. Four right. things to watch. I got. You. <laughs> I was lost there from it. Okay. No, well, if, uh, number one What's... is the course. El, El yes. Camelion. It's got the cave bunker. It's got the mangroves lining both sides of every fairway. Just the jungle lining both sides of every fairway. Narrow fairway. Similar, uh, similar to the Stone Canyon, right? If you go off, you're, you're done. You're gone. gone. Bye. See ya. It's kind of like Rainbow Road. Mario Kart. <laughs> That's right. Will Knight's take on Victoria National Fury should go applies here. But this golf course it is the ultimate non bombers golf course. It's all about accuracy. Right. And uh right. Garrett Morrison of the Friday did a podcast with Data Golf about their course fit tool. But if you go to their course fit tool, this golf this this course is the ultimate outlier. So I recommend listening to Garrett and uh and Matt from Data Golf's pod that uh it was good. And they talk about like all the things that go into the course fit tool. It's interesting, but this is like the extreme outlier. And uh and that leads us into number two, the pairing of your boy Brendan, Brendan Todd, and Brooksy. This is this is the ultimate arena for Todd to take on Brooksy. Why well, I mean it's he's levels the playing field, right? Yeah. Like you're on my t- turf now. <laughs> this is the Todd this is Todd Stadium. This is like this is like a you know if you designed uh, your your MLB ballpark. This is like uh, having a big hill in the center field for Todd. You know he's the center fielder that gets to play there every every week. Knows where it is. Everybody else is gonna go break their ankle on the on the hill in center field and the flagpoles outside the inside the fence. Remember that? When they, yes. When yes. The juice box. The flag. <laughs> the flagpoles in, in the field of play. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I know. I mean, that the listen to the Data Golf podcast. They can, you know, more much more eloquently and substantively talk about it. But this is really one of the rare courses that sort of mitigates that whole distance advantage. Distance is an advantage everywhere. Sometimes shorter hitters have a better chance, but here it really is 
it is mitigated. Accuracy uh, is like double the importance of distance here. Yes. So the, the winners list is just the who's who of poofers, right? <laughs> Isn't it like Brian Gay, Mark Wilson, Gary huh? Woodland won John the one Hunt. year though. Okay, okay, That's could true. be a good show showing for the bracelet boys this week. Could be a good one. I I pulled this up. Last year's driving accuracy leaders. Ready for it? I'll I'll list yeah. off the top ten. Okay. Got Furick, Ryan Armour, Brett, undershirt Stewart, <laughs> Todd number four, Kyle Stanley, least interesting man in golf Tyler Duncan, <laughs> Big Bill Chesrevi, <laughs> Henrik Norlander, uh, Chris Baker, and the Herminator, Jim Herman. Norlander's in the field. I might take old Henrik. <laughs> a lot of these guys. All these guys should be playing. Uh, they did a good job with their sponsors' exemptions. You know, we listed some of those in notables. I don't want to jack your segment here with three things to watch. But, you know, Cummins, Eckroat, Andy Ogletree as a pro, Ali Schneider-Jan. Zalatoris, too. Zalatoris. I don't think he was a sponsor. Oh, Ali! Didn't he? Ali's on top ten from uh, Houston. Uh, it says sponsor unrestricted. Here. Oh, maybe so, not. I don't know. Sponsors designated were Bobby Diaz, Armando Favela, Santiago Terrio, and Aaron, Aaron Terrazas. So, uh, Zalatoris got sponsored by a member not otherwise exempt. Right? He's on the special temporary. Uh, okay. What else? What else you got to watch this year? Uh, this week? Do you like? You love this event, right? No fans. And also a little, little sort of holding our accuracy in high esteem. Shouldn't this be your event? The golf course is terrible, though. It's, I mean, it's like an <laughs> abomination for a resort golf course. Like this is a resort. Fifty. I, I I've gone on this rant before on this podcast. Yeah. I don't need to re replay the but hits. People are on vacation, right? And they the, go and they get their ass kicked. Yeah, the other thing, the cave bunker's not even in play for these guys. <laughs> for the pros. Yeah. Right. It's just there to. I wonder if anybody's ever gone. I want to like go there just to see how far into the cave I could go. Oh, I don't want to do that. I'm out on that stuff. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna then we'll be doing this rescue, this like minor type rescue. They're gonna bring all these resources to bear to fish you out of there, get you out of the cave. All right. This is the anti spieth Uh, course. Because of accuracy. Oh yeah. Be in the mangroves all day long. <laughs> and then what else do you my like? Last, my third thing, Akshay Batia, Monday qualifies in. You know, Congrats. took some lumps yeah. as a as young and Maybe we're going to see the year of Akshay here. He finished ninth at Safeway. So he puts together another good performance here. He's not too far away from getting that card. Interesting. Yep. All right. Uh, I, I got to say, it's it's a nice little December windfall. You know, obviously, this isn't usually this this uh, late. I think we'd be doing the uh, the hero about this week usually. Um, but we got a good field. You got Kepka, you got Thomas, you got Ricky Tour live in there. If you count them, you know him is among that set. Gary Woodland. It's just a good collection. And then, of course, it's a different kind of course that could bring out some different styles. Um, I, I you know make a fire. Flip it on Thursday, Friday afternoon, Saturday. That's fine. And and enjoy little little December golf. I think this is really our last. It's got to be, right? Our last full FedEx Cup points type 
situation event. What's left? Just the QB they got the, shootout. They got the father, father son. son. Kind of th- They're not giving out FedEx Cup points there unless maybe, maybe Tiger puts his thumb on the scale and, and demands it. Um, that's what you think. All right. So that's the that's the uh, PGA Tour on the LPGA. We have the Volunteers of America Classic. This is at Old American Golf Club in the Colony, Texas. It's a 6,400 yard, uh, 64, 6,475 yards designed by Trip Davis and Justin Leonard in 2010. Have you played Old American GC? No. Is this the same one where it's the par five, the the playoff hole where everybody? I don't. Do you remember that I don't playoff? Think, I think that that's Kalina's. Okay, maybe. I don't think uh, this is it. champ, Cheyenne Knight, notables in the field, Jin Yun Ko, Sun Hun Park, Minji Lee, Area Jutanagarn, man. <laughs> Jessica Corda, Allie McDonald, Haley Moore, and uh, amateur Alexa Pano, who is, I don't know what, she's 16 now, something like that. Uh, you know, already a little bit famous for many, many USGA qualifications. So, interesting follow her possibly i saw her at the women's am this this year she did not get out of uh, stroke play all right that schedule is thursday friday five to eight man five to eight all week which means it's probably on tape delay it kind of stinks you know these rsms these mayakobas they're bumping uh, lpga to tape delay any reaction to uh that i'm gonna give that the event of the week event of the week primer great field you know, right down the road, it's going to be, uh, that's that's the event of the week. Okay. Volunteers of America class. Anytime you get, I've, they've got to have like six or seven of the top 10 in the world in that field. That sounds about right. As a warm up for next week, U.S. Women's Open. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do a ad read for our friends at Rucket. They were the ones that brought us the, uh, brought us your, your Mac O'Grady spotlight. They're sponsoring every Wednesday here, kind of into the holiday season. You know what they uh, should do? They should ch- rename that? their their Whack a Hack Net to Whack a Mac, Mac a Whack, or something like that. You're pretty happy about that. Just came up with that. I like that. Uh, by the way, this giveaway, uh, Shotgun Start, Rucket.com slash Shotgun Start. I think we're coming up against it here at the end, December. I want to say December 11th. Is the the closing date for uh, those giveaway those two hundred eighty dollars nets? So you enter your name and email there, uh, rucket.com slash shotgun start, and then you get a twenty percent off coupon. Uh, everyone we know is really you know can attest to to putting these products to use. Everybody seems happy. So they've got a assorted an assortment of golf products. They got other stuff. They got baseball. They got soccer. We figure you guys are most interested in golf stuff. They got chipping nets, putting mats. They've got the full range set, you know, which my favorite thing about it, you know, being a dad is you can break it down, put it up quickly, throw it in this big ass duffel bag. You set it up in the backyard. You get, maybe you get a little burst of sunshine and it ends up being 50 degrees and put it out 45 degrees. Even at this point, I'll take even 40, 40 and no wind. You can put it up quickly, break it down quickly. If it starts to get too chilly, that's my favorite aspect of it. Uh, the hack and whack a hack. Uh, net so uh rucket.com slash shotgun start to get your coupon uh do you have anybody you think needs to be in the rucket net needs to you know has spent time in the rucket net that or is it mostly these poofers that you're looking for this week i think that all these guys 
I hope that like JT spent some time in the rocket net before this. You know, work on his accuracy, try, throttle down a little bit. You know who needs to get in the rocket net? Who? Mike Thomas. His oh, dad. father and son com- contested all the father. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like, uh, yeah, Mike Thomas is very nervous. You know, not not nervous, but JT was saying today he thinks, you know, the his dad will be the one that's really feeling the pressure. Of course, his dad is a, a player, you know, a, a, a teaching pro in his own right, as they say. Um, so allegedly, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the uh, the the standard, you know, that he's held to. It sounds like he's anxious, so maybe he's in the rocket net this week, practicing for that PNC father son challenge. Did you see? I, I saw this on Monday Q. Um, three. Yeah. Of the Monday qualifiers were left-handed. How about that? How about that? That's a fascinating fact. Isn't that amazing? You can use the rocket net lefty and righty, I believe, too. Yeah. I believe it does set up. It's, it's ambidextrous like Mac O'Grady, the, the net. I feel like Mr. Florida needs to get in the rocket net. He's really Who's disappointed me. Chase Seifert. <sighs> Won the triple crown. Yeah, he really disappointed you. What were your expectations for Chase Seifer? What What is this? What I just, I, I wanted like some to... sort of Bears. You had them. You, you were felt, all fired up for I the know. Chase Seifert season. Yeah, I got Go emotionally invested in him from from your work day. Yeah, he and played well at the work day, right? Yeah, That's where he... oh. this is one top ten. All right, well, get in the net, Seifert, and uh, good luck this week. <laughs> At Mayakoba. Don't let Andy down. All right. URL is rocket.com slash shotgun start. Thanks for the thanks to them for their support of the podcast and your guys' support of them in turn. All right, continue with our schedule for the week on the European tour. So the European tour I'm seeing has two events. Two events. Op- are we doing opposite? Is European tour just blossoming into opposite field event territory? You know what now? happens when you have two events. What? You got yep. no events. Uh, so the European tour, I see the Golf in Dubai Championship. It's quite a creative name for that. Golf in Dubai Championship. I mean, all right. Uh, Wednesday to Saturday, that's at Jumeirah Golf Estates on the fire course. Designed by Greg Norman. Big Norman, week for Greg, everywhere Greg this, Norman designs. Big week for the shark. Big week for the shark. Uh, it's a par 72, 7,400 yards, 1.2 million purse. It's the inaugural event of the Golf in Dubai Championship. Notables, Martin Keimer, Danny Willett, Bernd Wiesberger, Marcus Schinholt, Muscat Marcus, back in the Middle East where he loves it. Uh, Lucas Beauregard, a.k.a. Joe Namath. Bob McIntyre, Sam Horsfield, Matthew Jordan, Jordan Smith, and Jordan Rysdale. So we have a Jordan zone. Who's ever writing these up? Our person on the inside, effing with us. Matthew Jordan. I've never heard of him, I don't think. Jordan Smith and Jordan Rysdale. Thomas Peters and Thomas Dietrich are also in the field. Wow. Probably the fired Bel- up for Belgian, Illinois basketball. Belgian waffles. Well. Illinois got Baylor on Wednesday. Today. Okay. Two versus five. Very exciting. Hey, do you know what uh, the other course at 
at uh, Jumeirah. It's called Golf Estate. Water. One's called Fire Course. I'm gonna say the other's Water Course. Fire and Water. Earth. Ah. Damn. I wonder if they have a that was wind. The only other option. I wonder if they have a wind too. I wonder if they have earth, wind, and fire. Oh God, they're working on that. Who do you think? Who's the designer? Maybe the guy who did the Cypress thing. That was. Maybe he's working on the Earth course. All right, um, that's Wednesday, three to six a.m. If you're up, you know, in the middle of the night feeding the baby, something like that. Flip on some golf in Dubai Championship, taking the design philosophies of Greg Norman at the Fire Course. Synthetic and drug Thursday, golf. Some what? Synthetic drug golf. Drug. Thursday, 2 to 4, Saturday, 1.30 to 6, Friday and Saturday. 6 a.m. finishes, kind of within range. All right, the other event on the European Tour, the South African Open at Gary Player, CC, and Sun City, Ooh. South Africa. Favorite of yours, the, what is it, multiple island greens? Is yeah. that right? The like ninth and the 18th? Ninth and island? 18th, returning island greens, par fives, I think. Ah, what a place. Gary Player Country Club. Uh, par 72, 7,800 yards. I didn't realize it was that long. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's at elevation, like uh, the Rand Park. The purse. Oh, this, this guy didn't even, this person didn't even do the conversion. 19.5 million South African Rand. Sounds like there's a lot of money at stake. Do we know what that could be? That's, that's almost more money than the, the Courier Cup. What would you guess it is? I don't want to put you on the spot. We're all, I would have, I could have guessed. 1.2 million. Yeah, you're about that. One dollar. It's from a Google conversion real fast. Looks like 1.27. Uh, all right. Who else is in the field there? I lost my spot. LaRatha Ball? Yeah. Christian. Oh, I, we got to read from our notables. Okay. Let's see how they, see if they effed with us. Christian Bezadenhout. Dylan Fratelli. Ah. Dylan Fratelli. I wonder if he breaks his no sunscreen in Sun City. Imagine the sun's pretty powerful there. Yeah, so it's probably extra costly, right? They can gouge it there. Everybody needs their sunscreen. So he's just going to his sun sleeves. He doesn't doesn't fork over the cash for the sunscreen, according to our tipster. Uh, Jaden Shaper. Wilco Neenaber. Yako Van Sill, Yako Allers, Yako Prinsloo. So we got three Yakos in the field. George Katsia and Jb Kruger. JB, otherwise known as JB. Jb Kruger. A lot of South Africans, as you would expect in the South African Open. Uh, that is Thursday, 8 to 11, Friday, 6 to 11 a.m., Saturday and Sunday, concluding around 10.30 a.m. So that's your uh, coffee golf, I suppose, on the weekend. Coffee. Any reaction to the South African Open and or the golf in Dubai Championship? A little disappointed Toby Tree didn't stick around this week. Oh, he's in the field. Never mind. (laughs) Relieved then. No longer disappointed. All right. That's your schedule for the week. The uh, event of the week is the Volunteers of America Championship on the LPGA. All right. News quickly. No fans at Farmers. Insurance open, Tory Pines. That now, from what I read, and I, I haven't been following this anymore that closely, I, Sony is out, no fans. I assume the TOC 
I mean, it doesn't really have it fans. It doesn't have fans, unless. yeah. Uh, so Sony, no fans. Uh, the Bob Hope, no fans. Farmers, no fans. It sounds like Pebble and Riviera are close to going, no fans. The Phoenix Open is claiming they will have some sort of setup at 16 and are saying they are going to have fans. Well, they're, they, they organized or spoke to the press and said something along the lines. It's like a one-story structure and, you know, suite holders, VIPs will allegedly get it. But they think they're going to have, you know, I don't know, a thousand. I don't know how many people, but they do plan to have fans at the 16th hole of the Phoenix Open. It sucks. Like, I mean, it's it's it sucks. You know, that's a great event, raises a ton of money for charity, which I love. And, you know, it's, it's of course, a scene unlike any other in golf, but, you know, a lot of scenes this year are, are a little different. We'll see. We'll see if they follow through with it or where the country is or where Phoenix is at that point. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, it'd be hard. I, I couldn't imagine being a tournament organizer and having to yeah. make, like, the call on these things, yeah. especially because, like, you have to, especially in that case, you have to make it so far out in advance. It's like... Who knows what's going to be going on, you know. Especially know. at a place like that, right? Yeah. I mean, something you could never conceive of, a, a, you know, in a, a situation. Maybe th- you could never. they should let them just push it to the fall. That would be smart. They should you be think like. the tour would just let them do that? No, it, but I mean, it would if, be cool if they said they got with another event that was in the fall and said, hey, this year, let's swap. Yeah, like, our event is, like, something. completely. Yeah ethos yeah. is centered around this yeah i mean in the tour god it's such a billboard for live under par you know the tour well, live under par is no more be, i mean but you know what i mean the principles and ethos of it whether the the, the campaign no longer lives but they're not bringing the chain smokers to the ponte vedra to they're trying to get the Facebook likes and draw the younger crowd and everything like that. I mean, the ethos of the live under par and what they need or want to do is in the Phoenix Open. And it, I think, uh, you're, yeah, your swap idea isn't a bad one. And, and But, you know, I'm sure there are a million sort of uh, complexities around that that make it, you know. I'm sure I'd be it. immediately told, well, actually, you well. know. <laughs> the, uh, you know, I don't know. That... I'd love to get an ad person on just to talk about live under par, like a an like an ad expert, and see if the, that was the worst slogan of like where it ranks with the worst slogans of all time. Is it for sure dead? It is dead, right? I mean, it has to be dead. They acknowledged they acknowledged its death, or just they aren't hashtagging it at the end of all their tweets anymore. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Maybe we'll ask for comment from the comms team. All right. Uh, any other news? Rory gave an interesting interview in Golf Week. I thought it was interesting because he admitted he wasn't as good as Dustin Johnson. That's you know not the craziest admission, but he talked about how he Dustin was doing things with his wedge shots that he could not do in terms of you know spinning, throwing the ball, controlling the ball, throwing it to back pins. Sound like Rory could not do that. Um, that to me is an indication of you know look. You're somebody like Brian Gay or something, and you're like, yeah, I can't do that, right? I can't hit it like Dustin Johnson. I can't hit it that far. I mean, Rory could conceivably work to have that wedge skill. It doesn't seem like he has been or wanted. You know, that was a priority for him going into the offseason. I thought that was an interesting, very candid, or I don't know. It was an admission of sorts, right, that, that DJ was doing things he couldn't at that moment. Yeah, I... 
At the same time, this is all like a fl- it's like if he works on that. That's a, I I didn't read it as like him saying DJ's better than him, you know. Oh, uh, no, I didn't either. Like, but he was that week. Of yeah. He was doing things in that week that Rory could not do, and Rory admitted that. Yeah. So, I don't know. That That's doesn't it, mean he's better year over year or will be next year. I, I, I yeah, I won't don't want to say that. It was um, it was fine. From that? The Weisskopf, going back at Weisskopf was interesting. <laughs> Never met him in my life. Um, after Weisskopf made you know some pointed comments about him, I missed all those. But Weisskopf's a bit of a red ass himself, you know. Yeah, Cleveland guy, by the way. Um, Northeast Ohio boy. Never. Yeah, him and Coke never missed a chance to prop them up. <laughs> Benedictine High School, Tom Weisskopf. Uh but he's a red ass. I I didn't know. I guess he took a run at Rory. Said he's soft or doesn't care anymore. He's not frustrated. He, you know, he doesn't get angry enough and things like that. Yeah, Rory so. did point out like I broke a club at Zozo. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Which was I, ironically, some... I think it was a wedge, right? Yes, I believe so. Maybe he didn't wasn't able to throw it to a back pin of some sort. Uh, Anything else on that interview? I mean, you mentioned, you know, he seems still pretty much against the PGL, doesn't want golf being run by a private equity group. Uh, what else did he say? Kind of took a veiled shot at Phil, others who might be into the PGL, maybe a Henrik Stenson type, a Justin Rose, mm-hmm. as saying, the money, you know, saying- those guys are at the tail end of their careers. I, I can look at this objectively as not a late career with, you know, cash grab, but. I don't know. It's an interesting interview. Stenson's got to buy uh, sunglasses. He's got to sell sunglasses, isn't he? A sunglass maker. <laughs> yeah, I know, but he's got to buy the. He's got to pay for uh, his next to, restock. Yeah, buy his product. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Got to get that other... I have odds one... and ends or yeah, stories. What I other mean, thing? it sounds like everybody's fired up for the PNC. That was the news of the day. Justin Thomas talking about Charlie Woods going head to head. I mean, happy. Good for the PNC. We'll talk plenty about that next week. I I am what I'm th- not ready to be just I, overloaded with Charlie Woods content. It, it's just already, it's already happening. Started. It's just it's awful. It's horrible. Have like some. This is not aimed at any of the writers that are writing this. I know that you are given an assignment, but have some self-respect. You know when you're I mean, people pro- are talking publishers this... these websites like just like. This quote today, and look, Tiger committed to play, so Charlie's out there. Yeah. Like he's he's in he's in the public tournament, and it's broadcast on TV, so he's out there. But like, there was someone today. I mean, the people talk about like, well, JT and Charlie could be playing against each other, right? Because they're you know only whatever within the same age range as Tiger and JT, and it's just like we got to pump the brakes. When Charlie hits like a good wedge next week, let's not talk about how that'll work at Torrey Pines in 15 years or something like that. We just got to pump the brakes. So, all right. What else you got? One other thing? You said One other you, thing. You got, all right. On the minor league tour, Ryan Linton wins again. Yeah. Hey. Your high school teammate. Was it your teammate? Teammate. Were high school teammate. Team? Okay. okay. Shot 63. Hot streak. Whoa. What course? Can, coming we, can we start cor- coming? Coral uh, Springs or something. Yeah, uh, Coral in the name. Of, that, that sounds right. His his okay. four four event. He's gone sixty nine, sixty six, sixty eight, sixty three. He, you know, he quit the game recently. He just picked it back up. Like he but he took a hi- to he took a hiatus. He like just started playing again. And now he's won two in a row. Minor league golf tour. 
Look at that. He's What's coming, par three coming for Sonny Kemp. Their career time earnings? Yeah. Needs about 10 more years, probably. 20. When's that part three event? Trilogy? That's in yeah. a couple weeks. I can't. Is, I, isn't I, that I, a two not, man? Yeah, I wanted to go, but obviously. Why don't this... you go play with your high school teammate? Re- recapture the, the, the high school glory days. It's not a bad He's idea. He's killing it. Maybe you show up. Weigh him down. Track <laughs> him down. <laughs> I uh, I slept on my neck weird last night or two oh, nights I'm ago. Sorry to hear that. Oh, yeah. just the you know. Have you ever had that feeling like where everything connects in your spine? There's it's yeah. hurts right there, and it just is yeah. awful to move. I couldn't even imagine swinging a golf club right now. Wow. So reach out to Rory or Brian Gay. For some advice, yeah, Simon Spine, Spine guys, maybe DA points. Maybe don't reach out to him. DA still, he's in the field this week. We'll see if he's able to put a tee in the ground without, you know, pain or having to take a break after letting some guy hit in between him putting the tee in the ground and, and swinging. But uh, I feel Man. bad for him. Hopefully, he plays well. All Man, right. there's a, look at some of these names that are on the minor, minor league? league recent events. You got Sonny Kim. Sonny Kim won today. Ryan Linton. James Driscoll. Chase Kepka. Zach Zayback and Jay Thresher. How about that? That's fantastic. Big Very time good. names. Gavin Hall. This is, oh. These are some studs. Yeah. Minor league golf tour. Now, now is their time to shine, really. This is the minor league golf tour season. All right, that's it. That's all all I got. Everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back Friday talking whatever we talk about. Flashback, Mayakoba, something else. Important note, one important note, Matt Kuchar is not in the field this week at Mayakoba for all those interested. L2 can. Breathes a sigh of relief. (laughs) The scene of the crime. Also, real quick, since this is all wrapped up, thank you all for supporting the merchandise Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatever it's called. It's five, six days long now. Thank you all uh, for purchasing. You know, that's not required. It's appreciated. We are a podcast first and foremost. We will stay that way. That is the core product. You guys asked for merch. We made merch. And uh, we appreciate you guys uh, getting it when, when we put it up for sale. So Thank you very much. Thank you to Will Knights also for Jeez. organizing it all. Yes. Yes. All right. Everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back with you on Friday. Oh, 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 oh,